So, Francois, did you know this is our first podcast ever? I know. Sorry, I got a call. Can I put you on hold, please? <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay, let's do this. Welcome to our podcast, Created for Good. We are not an accident. We were created for a purpose, to reach and impact this world for Christ and to build his kingdom by impacting the poor, broken, lost, lonely, and marginalized. Join us on this journey as we interview people living lives that are making a difference in areas like orphan care, human trafficking, poverty, and more. This podcast is hosted by Justin Hazlett and Francois Dupria from Legacy Refuge, a nonprofit focused on seeing orphans in the Ukraine saved, loved, adopted, and empowered to live a healthy, productive life. If you want to learn how to begin making a difference in the lives of orphans in the Ukraine by donating, purchasing cause products, going on a trip with us to Ukraine, or hosting an orphan in your home, you can head to LegacyRefuge.org. We hope you enjoy this episode and are inspired to live a life that builds his kingdom and shows love in everything we do. Well, hey, everybody. Thanks for listening. What's up, Francois? Hey, Justin. How's your week, man? Mine's going good. It's finally warming up here in Minnesota. How's the weather out in Canada, eh? It was pretty cold this week. It's uh, it's at least above zero Celsius. I don't know what that is in, in your country, but here in Canada, we're talking Celsius degrees. <laughs> You'll learn one day. <laughs> uh, well, hey, I want to tell you some updates and everybody some updates. We got some cool stuff happening. First of all, we decided as we launch this podcast, we're going to pair it with a Facebook live interview. Every time. So we're going to actually Facebook live interview the person and then we'll break down the audio and put it into a podcast. So I think that's going to be pretty fun. Yeah, that sounds pretty cool. So then people can watch it on Facebook and then they can hear our incredible thoughts and insights on the interview. And where where can we find you on Facebook? What's your tag? The tag, the name, the whatever they call it. It's actually at Justin and Alea. And we'll put these in the show notes. Uh, we might change the name at some point, but right now it's the Facebook page is at Justin and Alea. And we do Facebook live interviews, so make sure to head over there and check it out. That's going to be cool. And guess what, Francois? What? We're going to Ukraine in just under two weeks now. Dude, that is, that is pretty awesome, man. Are you, you guys all packed and ready? <laughs> I won't pack until the night before I leave. Nice. Yeah, nice. But you know how to order coffee, I heard, right? In Ukraine. Yeah, you nice. can listen to that on the last episode in that brilliant, perfect, flawless Russian accent. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. <laughs> so yeah, we're we're pumped. We're heading out. We've got a team of five going. That's uh, great, dude. And what what are you guys gonna do out there? So we're gonna be kind of traveling a lot, but we're going to a couple different orphanages and doing a small half day Easter program at the orphanages which is going to be super cool because Easter is the Sunday. Our Easter is the first, and then theirs is the next week. So, we're so they gonna, celebrate uh, Easter there? Yeah, it's, they're Christian-based Christian, Christian based countries. That's cool, dude. Yeah. yeah so, that, what an awesome opportunity, man, to 
spread the gospel, touch some lives, make a difference, man. That's awesome. It'll be cool. And maybe one day you'll be man enough to come with me. <laughs> one day. <laughs> come Speak, on, Justin. Speaking of man enough, speaking of being man enough, I just have to point out this guy we interviewed, right? I just wanted Luke? to know. Yeah, Luke. We're, we're interviewing Luke today. And yeah, it was, Luke's pretty it's awesome. A super cool interview. And I just want you to know he has four boys and I have four boys, but you only have three. That's right. But I'm working on it. Let's just say that. <laughs> <laughs> but Luke, uh, that interview was great, man. Um, that was so inspiring. I'm, I'm really excited to hear it again and, and to chat about it. I loved it. It was so good. And I know everybody listening is going to love it. So let's roll into the interview. And then me and Francois will be back to break it down with our incredibly attuned minds on more depth of this interview. Because we're spiritual. We are. Very spiritual. Well, hey, everyone. This is Justin with Luke. How are you doing, Luke? Doing great. How about yourself? Doing good. Well, this is a, kind of a cool little thing because I was just going to do a podcast interview because uh, we're launching a podcast. We're going to have this is going to be the second one. We're launching the first one here and then we'll have this will be the second interview. And I thought, wait a minute, I can do Facebook Live as well. So <laughs> everybody's getting kind of a pop up version here of this interview. But Luke is from Mudlove. And we did an interview with him before, so we'll link to that in the show notes. But Luke, why don't you share a few things about what you're up to in your side of the world and what you're doing? Yeah, sounds great. So I started Mud Love about nine years ago. And basically what we do is we take mud and we turn it into love. So everything that we do is handcrafted. Uh, We make bracelets, we make mugs, necklaces, things like that, all by hand. And then in turn, we give a week of clean water uh, to someone in Central African Republic um, working through Water for Good. So uh, our tagline is starts with mud, ends with love. We just, you know, we try to create this value by by handcrafting and then giving back something that we're really passionate about. That's awesome. And if you're interested in more of that story, like I said, we'll share the link in the show notes to the video. And we actually sell some of their bracelets on our website, which are awesome bracelets they make. In fact, I think I got one right here. These suckers are awesome. Little (laughs) hope bracelets. And so, but right now we're going to talk more about love. And I love that you're called Mud Love because we're doing a series about true love. So Luke, when I say true love to you, kind of what's the first thing that just comes to your your mind? Well, I mean, I'm definitely no expert, you know. Um, And basically all I have is my experience to kind of define what it really means and um kind of i mean there's you know there's like uh kind of within the company and then outside of the company but you can't you can't um can't really separate the two as well and so the challenges you face are like all right personally what can you do um in your own life to show love and then and the second challenge is like how do you kind of incorporate that into a business this true love idea and um i think the first thing is is kind of posturing yourself uh, with humility. That's, um, you know, something that I have to be reminded of every single day. But just recently we kind of honed in at the company that like being humble is just, is just kind of where you have to start, you know, and, and just kind of having a humble heart. And, um, 
and then, yeah, I mean, from there it can be, it can be a lot of things, but, uh, for us, you know, at work, even we've, we've kind of defined it as a pursuit of love. We're not, we can't really fully grasp what it is, I believe. And, uh, we're just challenging people to kind of pursue it and see what happens. That's cool. So do you think there's a difference between what most people would say love is, or even, you know, what our perception of love is through movies and what true love really is? I think so. Yeah. I think, um, you know, media can put a spin on things and make things either look, usually make things look a little better than, than what it actually is. Um, I think the reality of it is it never, it can love feel it's known as like a feel good kind of thing. Um, and maybe that's the case when you're the one being loved, but when you're the one pursuing love, I, I really believe it's a sacrifice. And, uh, sometimes it doesn't, always feel good. You know, at the end of the day, I think it's what we're called to do. Um, but we're never, I don't know if it's a sacrifice, that means you're giving up something. So what are you giving up and and how bad does that hurt? Is that kind of, was this a process that you're thinking when you started mud love and you said, look, I'm not going to take, we're not going to take all the profits for ourselves, but we're going to give this portion away. Yeah. I mean, just in coming up with the name, um, you know, I felt like God called me early on to deny myself through this business. And, um, and so I knew right away what the name was going to have something that meant a lot to me and love was that word. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. It, it was at first, it was just a calling from God to just, just be obedient and denying myself. And then, then kind of just see where it would go from there. And honestly, it's, it's been an up and down journey. I've had times full of pride and, uh, frustration and anger. And then I've had times where I've been completely humbled and, um, mm-hmm. you know, tears of joy and, mm-hmm. and everything in between. So the pursuit, I think is just, it can be a little, it can be uglier than what we, what we think it might look like, you know, to, to pursue love. And, um, and I think that's okay. So what I hear you saying is, yeah, love isn't necessarily a feeling, but it's that pursuit of sacrifice and giving. And so with that in mind, you know, when you look at orphans, widows, human traffic victims, poverty, down and out, people with no water, you know, for people listening, what do you think that means? Is it a necessary responsibility? What does love mean when you keep the lens out of those people? Yeah, it's, it's something I don't necessarily have figured out. I think I struggle with, um, what I think God wants me to do. And, you know, we build a system where, you know, you buy a bracelet, it equals one week of clean water. And that's a, a tangible form of love. But like, I'm not interacting with that person on a daily basis. You know, right. I'm not, I'm not giving them a hug. I'm not, I'm doing anything like that. And honestly, even the sacrifice level is, is limited within the system that we've built. And so I think that, I don't know. I, I struggle with um, the idea that God just wants us to um, relationally love people like truly and not just be giving them things as a form of love. But at the same time, like that's what we do. <laughs> yeah. And so, I mean, and I believe, and I kind of believe in both, you know, but at the end of the day, we can't be helping people get clean water. And then if someone walks in our shop and needs a cup of coffee or, you know, five bucks or something, we can't, 
can't shoot them down. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Um, this is a real, I think it's a real struggle. And I think honestly, that struggle is good. I think it's, it forces us to always be kind of rethinking the way we love people and rethinking how we, how we pursue that. I think that's good. And I think you're right. I mean, as we, it's like steps, you know, we go up and sometimes the things we think are so sacrificial, then it becomes normal and comfortable. Yeah. So then we need to go like, almost always asking like, all right, God, how do you want me to love today? Yeah. What's that next level of sacrifice? Cause we get comfortable. Yeah. And like I said, then we might blind ourselves to what's actually right around us. Exactly. I think when it comes to finances, um, specifically, I mean, I think, you know, giving money away is a tangible form of, of showing love. And, um, however, if it's easy, if it's not a sacrifice, I don't think that maybe that isn't love actually, you know what I mean? It, it could mm-hmm. be just, uh, a nice thing to do to feel better about yourself. Um, I think it has to hurt a little bit and that's tough. You know, when you're, when you're running out of money or, you know, resources are low, you want to hold on to everything as tight as you can. But I, I want, I would challenge people to think differently and, and actually give more away at that time. And that's not an easy thing to do, but, um, I don't know. It's these things are on my mind a lot and I, I'm just kind of not saying I can do these things well, or I've got this figured out, but, uh, I think, I think one cool thing too about giving, um, to the point where it does hurt a little bit financially is it forces you, if you're a business to, uh, to think a little creatively, you know, a little more creatively, a little more efficiently, yeah. be a little bit more resourceful because you know, you want to give more. That's awesome. I, I, I like what you're getting at too, where, you know, I think a lot of times it, even in today's society, it's kind of cool to buy a cause product or to be a business that gives, but yeah. what's the underlying passion? Is it just to feel better, to get a tax donation to, yeah, just make a little or yeah. Are you continuing to sacrifice till it hurts or to the point where you literally change your lifestyle? Cause you're like, yeah. I'm living too much for me and I want to give more to this. And am I willing to, like David said, in the in the Bible, you know, he's like the famous quote of I won't give to God that which costs me nothing. Yeah. You know, and costing, like you said, sacrifice hurts. It should hurt, or it's not sacrifice. Exactly. We uh we set up our whole lives to be in a comfort zone. That's that's the goal. Whether you, you like fancy cars or a nice house or um a, a big savings account, whatever it is, you know, we're all pursuing some form of comfort. And I'm not sure where love fits into that, where sacrificial love really how it works with staying in our comfort zone. I don't think it does. And so, you know, in America, <laughs> it could be an epidemic in a way because yeah. of how much we, we want our own little lives and we want to be left alone and we don't want anything to disrupt that. Um, I'm the same way. You know, I still want my, my little bubble and I fight that all the time, but, uh, I think we're called to be, to take, take risks and, yeah. you know, um, be willing to sacrifice things. I've had this, I, I think about this a lot like you. And one of the things that comes to my head a lot is, you know, whose kingdom am I building? Like, am I building my kingdom or am I building God's kingdom or am I building the American kingdom? Like sometimes I think the things I do are just things from my, the culture I'm in instead yeah. of things that are, 
I, what I actually believe in. It's just kind of like I was born into this and that's what I do, even though it's not necessarily totally. And, you know, everything doesn't sometimes transfer over. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think that's totally true. I mean, you can look at church, you can look at um, the amounts we give kind of as a standard tax deduction. I mean, just all these things, these systems we've built as a, as a country. Yeah. It's like, are we, is this good enough? You know, is this, is this big enough? Are we, yeah. are we doing Or we need to like challenge that. And that's, that's what I love about business. You know, it, it's Monday through Friday. It's not yeah. just Sunday morning. Uh, it's, yeah, it's, I get to, I mean, I, I took a, a homeless guy around town this morning. He stopped in nice. and I did not want to do it. I had <laughs> this is my first day back from my parental leave here and this guy walks in and it's going to, it's supposed to take a half hour trip around town and it takes an hour and a half. And I'm just like, man, <laughs> I have way more, I, I should be doing other things, but you know, I just feel challenged to just say yes to those opportunities and see what happens. So it's good. Yeah. So in view of what we've talked about, if we said true love in Jesus was literally here, you know, what do you think from his perspective, from the biblical perspective, that would mean going forward for you guys, for all of us, if we took that seriously? Um, not sure. It's challenging to it's kind of a big question. Yeah. I mean, we, we talk about our company being like faith founded. Um, and so I, I'm careful to, you know, just say, this is why it's my why is, is because Jesus is calling me to do this. I, I can't say it's everybody's why, um, as far as why we choose to love people. Um, but I think what I've kind of landed on with my team is let's be humble. Let's set ourselves up first, our heart, Let's set up ourselves with a humble heart and then let's, let's show love. Let's not just feel love. Let's not, you know, have, um, this, uh, you know, passion for clean water, but let's do something about it. And so I, I've, I've kind of landed on, we're going to be, we're going to do action items. We're going to do action things. We're going to take steps to, to create change, um, and not just talk about it. And that's Mm kind of the best we've got. (laughs) That's awesome. Uh, but sure, like you can't within that, you can't forget about just having relationship and just being there for somebody. And it, it doesn't look very glamorous, you know, it's not yeah. flashy and that's cool. Yeah. Um, but we need to, I'm big on just doing stuff, you know, let's just try things. Let's put ourselves out there and take chances. That's good, man. Well, thanks so much, Luke. And again, everybody, you can check these, uh, the rest of this video out. We'll be posting podcasts and you can buy their bracelets right now on our website, which is legacyrefuge.org forward slash true love. And you can find more about Mudlove at mudlove.com. Mudlove.com. So thanks, man. You're awesome. We appreciate it. Thanks, Justin. Yeah, I appreciate and, uh, it. Have a good one. All right. You too. See you. The one thing, the one thing that did really, like, strike me with him is, uh, is how he's just like he is where he is, and he just totally believes that God's using him where he's at. Like, 
Yeah. And he doesn't apologize for it at all, right? No. It's really cool. It's super cool. Yeah. And I love some of the things he was saying, like, you know. Well, should we save this for the recording? Well, we are recording. <laughs> so Thanks we can use this. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, fine, I let, thought we were just chatting. You fine, know, small, let's, small let's start over. <laughs> hey, everyone. Welcome back. We're going to have a live recording now. Ready, Francois? I'm work so much better when you actually give me the cue because otherwise I don't know what accent to put on. <laughs> what are all the different accents you got? I want to hear some of them. Uh, I can give you a Zulu accent. Okay, let's let's have it. Uh, Justin, are we going to listen to their podcast now? Because I want to hear Luke. He's talking very nice information <laughs> to me, you know. <laughs> yes. Okay, now do American. Hey, uh, Justin. <laughs> No, I don't think I can do American. <laughs> How about Australian? I want to go stand in the car park, you know? <laughs> Gotta get burnt by the sun. That was and, a little bit Scottish. And now I think. New Zealand. Hey, bruh, we're gonna go stand in the car park. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay, now that we've had that out of the way, let's talk about some serious stuff that Luke was talking about because he's definitely yeah. more spiritual and mature than we are. Dude, he he did actually inspire me a lot with um, with just his attitude, man. Like, what a, an amazing guy. I loved his humility and just his total... God, his belief that God is just using him exactly where it is. You know, that God's not looking for perfection or looking for an education or a flawless theology or anything like that. He's just, he's just using him where he is. And I found it inspiring, like how, how humble yet confident he is in that, right? And that it's interesting. You said you've, you felt like he was humble because one of the things that stuck out to me that he said was that love starts with humility. Yeah. And I never even really thought about it, about it like that before. Yeah, because it comes down to sacrifice, right? Like if you're not able to um to sacrifice, um there's I I think you could po- possibly link it back to pride in some way because you're losing something um for basically no return, right? That's good. Yeah, that's true because if you're too prideful I guess you can't even love someone because love is about giving of yourself. And if you're prideful, it's all about, it's yourself. all about you. In fact, I yeah. had a, this phrase one time, I think in phrases, all God gives me these phrases and it's like pride, you know, the pride and humility pride is the emphasis on the I, right? Pride. And then hu- oh, yeah. humility is about you. Oh, that's and, pretty cool. Yeah. It's kind of like simple, but is that like the I in, there's no I in team. But there is a me. Yeah, nice. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't hear that one. Didn't see that one coming at all. (laughs) But yeah, so that was cool. And what what else stuck out to you that that he said, Francois? What are some of the other things he was... Well, I think we just touched on it about the sacrifice thing. But um, I mean, he he really said something there that, that hit a chord with me about, you know, if it doesn't really hurt when you do it, it's not sacrifice, and I don't think you can even call it love, right? 
And it's amazing. And you, you, you know, when you said that about um, David as well, like I won't give that to God, which doesn't cost me anything. Yeah. I, it, that's so challenging, man, for, for us. And I don't want to repeat the whole podcast, but trying to build our little empire and our comfort zones, really challenging to step out and, you know, change your lifestyle, make a difference. Like that's what we're called to do, right? Yeah. And like you said, it's, it doesn't have to be this huge, massive thing. I mean, sometimes it is, but sometimes it, it's little. And like he said, be obedient, deny yourself, like pursue love wherever you are. And it, it reminded me of the verse in Mark twelve forty one through 44, where Jesus is sitting and watching the uh, people give offerings in the temple. And he says, people are going, and then many rich people threw in large amounts, but a poor widow came and put in two very small copper yeah. coins worth only a few cents. And then Jesus says, she gave more than anybody. So I think that's so powerful. Like we, we can, especially in the face of orphans and human trafficking, I feel like we get so stuck by these huge, large numbers that we, we don't do anything because it seems too overwhelming. Yeah, I agree. I, I get that, dude. Like, I'll be honest. I get, it's almost like I get paralyzed by, by the size and the scope of the issue at hand. But, you know, if you take Luke as an example, he, he feels that his calling is in his day-to-day living. Like, he took the homeless guy around, you know, which is, might not have an impact on an orphan right now, but it might change that guy's life forever, right? And he's just operating out of his daily, daily life and believe that's where his calling is. And if you think about it, it's what he's doing, it's so simple, but so powerful, right? It's like, he's like, hey, I love pottery and making things. And hey, let's donate a week's worth of clean drinking water for every product. It's yeah. small, but it's significant. Go. No, you go. No, I'm, hu- I'm humble. You go. <laughs> no, I'm really humble. You go first. <laughs> Humility. I'm... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, one thing I thought was interesting, he, he said, you know, like that whole concept of like, he's like, well, is, is love just giving stuff? Like he's doing all this, but then he's even thinking, I can't just do this. I have to love people. Yeah. You know, and I think that that's a cool thought of like, yeah, like we can't, and I guess it's, it's that deep, right? I mean, he's a deep thinker. You can tell, but like, that can go way down rabbit trails, but at the basic level, it is love by giving, but right. not only giving stuff. You want to do both. You want to love people and give stuff. But that was a really well. I but I I do think it comes down to to the gift, the gifting that you that you operate in. Um, I forget now where it is in the Bible, but it, Paul, I think Paul says that we should be operating in, in the gifts that we've got, right? If we're called and gifted to prophesy, then prophesy. If your gift is hospitality, then be hospitable, right? And I think it's the same concept there. Like we might not all be able to give or uh, be able to, you know, shower money on people or anything like that. But I think the point is, is operate from where you are at and what you can work with now, just like the widow only had a couple of saints, she operated from there and Jesus totally loved it. He, he thought it was more epic than anyone else giving, you know, thousands of dollars or whatever the amounts were back then. Yeah. And I think too, some of us start to give 
and then we pull back. And I, I kind of had three reasons why I think we do that. You know, like maybe we start giving stuff or money or time or emotion or love to friends, to family, to people, to orphans, to widows, to homeless, whatever. And then we draw back. And I think sometimes we hold back because we, we tried it and it, we got hurt. Yeah. Or like we put ourselves out there to sacrifice and it got hurt or it just gets too complicated or it just feels easier. So like we, we start and then we can back up instead of just continuing that attitude of like he said, deny yourself and sacrifice to try to keep pushing, even though it might've hurt you at some point. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. And I, I, I think like the, um, to your point about the easier thing, I really do think we're wired um, to find the, like just like a water finds the easiest path to travel through, we're wired to continuously go to the laziest route or the most comfortable route, right? And if your budget's straining and, you know, every single month and now on top of that, you decide to give a little bit extra or support this someone, you need to cut on something else, which sucks. It impacts your life right seriously and if you if you don't consistently make that choice to do that it becomes harder and then you kind of justify it with some weird excuse and then you fall back into where you were you know before you started yeah well and i think that goes into the whole comfort zone thing that he was talking about yeah exactly we we set up and he said we set up our whole lives to be in this comfort zone And I agree, like so much of our Western world, it's all about our comfort. And, and yeah, he called it an epidemic, man. (laughs) An epidemic, which I agree with. Yeah, I mean, I feel like in some ways we've gotten so convoluted in needs versus wants that we literally have so many wants that it's crowded out any thing we can actually do to give and sacrifice. Yeah. Does that make sense? No, it does. The one thing that's kind of happening in the world now, especially among millennials um, that I like a lot is the whole concept of minimalistic living, right? Totally. People are getting rid of stuff. I don't think it's the solution because it could just become another um, avenue for pride and for, you know, just the opposite of what we've got right now. And (laughs) they're still missing the point. But I think what it does prove is that we don't need all this stuff. And I think people are starting to realize it. Like you, you can't find your identity in stuff. It's going to go away. It's going to grow. The Bible actually says it's going to grow wings and flap away and you'll never see it again. Right. So I think that continuously pushing yourself to think, you know, how can we be more efficient? How can we be more productive? And how can we be a source to to the kingdom of God, really, to help move that forward is, um, is what it's about. Well, seriously, because we read that verse in Luke 12 where he's like, hey, don't worry about what you're going to eat, what you're going to drink, what you're going to wear. You know, look at the ravens and look at, look at the flowers. Like I feed them and I clothe them and don't worry about any of these things. In fact, it says the pagans will pursue these things, but you seek first the kingdom of God. And what's, and we talk about that one a lot and that's challenging in and of itself. But then the verse section right above that talks about the rich man or the guy who goes, he's like having all these, um, his fields are flourishing and he's like, I'm doing awesome. 
I have nowhere else to store them. I'm going to build, tear down my little barns and build big barns and I'm going to store them up. And God says to him, you fool, like your life could be gone tomorrow. And all you worked for was for nothing. And then it goes into saying, hey, don't worry about what you're going to eat, what you're going to drink, what you're going to just seek first the kingdom of God. It's like, that's yeah. challenging to me because I don't think I, I say I'm seeking first the kingdom of God, but is it the main number one thing I do? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either, man. I think uh, I think it's a, like he even said it. It's a constant battle, right? Like it's something that you need to make that decision every single day. Like, <laughs> I'm actually I'm I'm in the process of deciding whether I should buy a bicycle for springtime. And dude, this this is such a tough decision, man. Because what am I buying the bicycle for? Am I buying it for me? What about all the <laughs> people out there, dude? It's like this constant battle of like what what to do you know but i think it's a good thing even on like day-to-day purchases like do you really need this and and can you redirect that um that love in the form of love i guess ultimately right yeah i mean maybe you could give people like homeless people rides around in your bike I could. I'm actually looking at an electric one, so I could take like 10 people at the same time. Because God forbid you actually get some exercise. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Dude, this winter this winter's not been good to me, man. I need to get on the bike, seriously. <laughs> but, I mean, obviously, like, we need a certain amount of things to live. Um, I just think it is good, like, that you do. Like you said, you just at least ask yourself the question, like, why am I buying this? Do I really need it? Um, is it going to, you know... Is it just a good thing or is it a God thing or whatever? Yeah. Um, but I think we do. It's so easy to get in a comfort zone. And I think God is always trying to take us to the place of comfort out of comfort. Because even like I had said in the interview, even sometimes we step out to do things that are big and that are risky, that are sacrificial. And then all of a sudden, now a year down the road, we're super comfortable there. Yeah, and now exactly. we, we don't want to move from that place because we yeah. look back and say, well, I did sacrifice. But I think Jesus is constantly calling us to like keep following and keep sacrificing, keep giving and keep putting us in those places where we absolutely have to trust him no matter what. And I think God is asking us through this even conversation, all of us, what areas are we comfortable in right now? And what areas do we know he's asking us to start stepping out and sacrificing to love people? Yeah. Um, yeah, and, and I think that's awesome, dude. Because the, because um, the, I think that's that's how you build a relationship with God, as well, right? It's like in that daily walk where you, like, ask God's opinion about what do you think about this? Is this cool or is it not cool? Like, what would you? This is yours. I'm giving it all to you. Where do you want me to to use it? Right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I actually it's have such this, a privilege, dude, to walk with God like that, man. It's it's amazing. Isn't it? It's awesome, and it's scary and challenging and great. I actually had this little thing uh, that I thought through on all this where it says, you know, basically comfort plus compassion equals dissatisfaction. Comfort plus apathy equals stagnation. But sacrifice plus compassion equals satisfaction and purpose. Oh, that's cool. So let me go for that again. Because Jesus is completely led in the Bible by compassion. Like when he, in Mark 140, when he goes past the leper, the Bible says he was moved with compassion. So many times in the Bible, his, I mean, why he died for us, why he healed people, it was out of compassion. 
Yeah. So like, and compassion is the greatest form of passion. And we all know you're not going to move forward in life in any area if you're not passionate about it. But the greatest area of passion is compassion. And so if you have comfort plus compassion, you are going to be in a dissatisfied place in your life, right? Because you're comfortable, yet you're compassionate. Right. Does so that it's this constant push and so pull it's kind of a, that yeah, you're in, right? Push and pull. But if you're comfortable and plus apathy, you're apathetic and comfortable, you've just stagnated. Yeah. You're just sitting there. But if you have sacrifice and compassion, that's where you're going to meet a life of significance and purpose and full satisfaction serving the kingdom of God. Dude, that, that's really good. Did you come up with that by yourself? I, I did, with a little help from a cup of joe. And God. And Jesus was mostly the, the culprit. But that is so, that's so spot on, dude, because I think you can kind of put that on a quadrant, well, at least the uh, try didn't, and <laughs> plot yourself, right? Like where in various uh, phases of your life or various aspects of your life, or where are you at, right? And that's a, that's a great way to kind of map it and then challenge yourself to move it. I think the worst place to be is probably the stagnation piece. I agree. Yeah. Because the dissatisfaction would result in some kind of movement ultimately, right? Right. Get lit up. Yeah. Like if you're not compassionate for people and the needs going on in the world, um, you know, really you got to check yourself to be honest, because there's, there's people who don't know God. There's people who are going through horrible divorces and marriage and orphans and human trafficked and poverty. And there's so much in the world. And instead of just being like, Oh, okay, now I just got to focus on my life. Like get compassionate about that. Let God in to wreck your heart. Yeah. Break your heart open. And like you said, if you get compassionate, even if you're comfortable and you stay compassionate at some point, that compassion is going to move you into sacrifice. Yeah. That's, that's great perspective, man. Like I, um, I, again, I forget where this is in the Bible, but it talks about asking God to put the desires in your heart. I was always mis- I misunderstood what that scripture always means, but I think this is kind of tied to that, is that you can't generate the compassion by yourself. You, I mean, you possibly could because you could brainwash yourself, but I think what it should be a daily prayer or a co- consistently seeking God to to put that desire in your heart to get that compassion and where is it that he wants to use you in where you're at right now, right? Absolutely. Because to be honest, all of us are not going to be totally passionate about orphan care like I am. Somebody might resonate more with, like Luke, with getting clean water in Africa. Some people might resonate more with, you know, helping human traffic victims or homelessness or, you know what I mean? There's so many avenues And God has a plan for each one of us to conquer those things if we would wake up to what God's asking us to do. And I think if we truly bought into this, like if we truly, and I guess I want to ask this to to you listening. If you're truly bought into this, you're like, I've listened to this interview. Yeah, I want to do that. I want my heart to break. I want to live that life. I want to live a life of true love. Then I just want to ask, what does that mean for you going forward? Like, where are you on that scale of, are you apathetic and comfortable? Are you compassionate? Like, but ask God, like, God, break my heart for what breaks your heart. And then ask God to show you the areas that you've just become comfortable in that you need to move out of. Maybe it's minimizing. Maybe it's stepping out in faith to do something. 
Like, I think God's always asking us to, maybe it's giving more, sacrificing. Like, there's so many areas, and it's not a one size fits all. But what is it for you, the comfort area that God's asking you to step out in, and who is He asking you to step out for? Moving stuff, Justin. What? Moving stuff. Moving stuff. No, I'm not. I'm not going to move stuff. I'm just saying that it's moving. What you just said. Oh, got it. Thanks for listening. And if you're interested in checking out the show notes, you can go to legacyrefuge.org forward slash episode two. So keep in mind, do we say keep in mind or how do you want to? You can say whatever you want. Okay. So folks, remember that we've got the the legacy market um, up and running and it's building and it's growing and it's really a cause market for cause products. So what that means is every dollar that gets made on these products uh, will get allocated to their various causes. And Luke, uh, Luke's Mud Love is an example of that, contributing to clean water. We're looking for more products. We're looking for more causes. We think that it's a great way to reach the world and, and to make a difference. And the cool thing is, so like, if you go on our website, you can buy Luke's, uh, we have their bracelets right now, really cool bracelets from, from Mud Love. And so every bracelet you buy through Mudlove will donate a week of clean drinking water. But then the profits that the proceeds that we make will go directly to our nonprofit working with orphans in Ukraine. So it's like a double go. And you can find all that at legacyrefuge.org forward slash true love. And subscribe to this podcast. Go on iTunes, review it and like it and share it so we can spread the word and impact more people. 